Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The first uh, we heard of some of the detail around uh, guiding Limerick City and County to recovery from COVID-19 was uh, on this Limerick Today show live um, uh, a few weeks back from uh, Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan, who had just received the document into her hands at that point. So there is a proposed temporary pedestrianisation on the following streets. So Catherine Street, Denmark Street, Upper Denmark Street, Robert Street, Howley Ski and Nicholas Street. So they're the streets that are proposed for those changes. Again, it's temporary pedestrianisation. And then on the likes of O'Connell Street, it's um, reassigning space. So footpath build-out for cafes and shops. Um, there's discussion about widening footpaths elsewhere. Um, the, the big thing I suppose from the north side, from where I'm coming from, is to do with uh, the cycling side of things. So there is a proposed, um, so for cycling commuting from the suburbs, there's a proposed extension of the Kendall Road cycle path, which means across Shannon Bridge. I know you discussed this um, previously, but they're going to put that in temporarily. And then there's also a proposal to close the Ennis Road access to O'Callaghan Strand to traffic. Now, obviously, residents won't have had a chance to feed in on this. So this is something I'm going to be very interested in finding out the exact detail on Um because there has, there has been no opportunity, obviously, for residents to be consulted. There will be residents there in O'Callaghan Strand concerned about access, so that has to be fleshed out. And what I do welcome, actually, is there, it does make mention also to advance the design of the LIT cycle route. So that should that Part 8 planning permission should come before councillors next month for a meeting. That's Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan uh, talking about uh, this uh, reopening Limerick plan after COVID-19. It certainly proved controversial and uh, we understand that uh, quite a few city retailers in particular are not happy about it Um, and uh, we did uh, agree to have a representative uh, of uh, those retailers who were unhappy with us on the show this morning but currently we can't get through to the individual so if you can give us a call please do uh, 46 and we're quite happy to uh, have you on with us. Uh, we have been in touch with uh, Michael Gleeson of uh, Gleeson Shoes, uh, not directly affected by uh, this. His business is on William Street in Limerick City Centre, uh, but uh, he has talked to us about it in the past. And also we have Madeline Lies with us, who is chair of the Limerick Pedestrian Network. And uh, you, uh, both of you, are very welcome. Um, I should also point out that there has been talk of what will be done in county towns, um, uh, you know, obviously it's a city and county council. If you're aware of plans uh, for your area or what's being uh, thought about there and you have views on it, we'd like to hear from you as well. WhatsApp us 86 123 95 95. And uh, Michael Gleeson, um, you know, our understanding is certainly, from what we're hearing, that there are retailers very unhappy about this pedestrianisation plan, uh, albeit a temporary one. Uh, which is due to run until the end of August, certainly, and presumably there will be a review um, at that point. That, is that your understanding as well? Yes, that's our understanding. But of course, as retailers, we really haven't been informed at all of what's happening very much. We would have expected that there would be some communication made to retailers. So from my point of view, we really have no details on what's happening. Uh, but I do. I have met some of the retailers on Catherine Street, and they certainly are very worried about the whole thing. 
in what sense, what is their main concern? Well, I think one of them is maybe the, there could be a total change of the flow of traffic in the city. That's upsetting for everybody. It takes people some time to get used to new arrangements. So if you're people coming in from the country to do their, their shopping, and they, I don't know if there will be billboards saying a new layout, that's always scary for, for people coming to town. So I can understand the Catherine Street people being animated about the thing. In fact, I, I gather they're, they're, they're uh, thinking of going to court about it. Uh, so therefore, they must be very serious about it. Mm. Madeline Lies, um, what do you think of the plan and are you surprised by uh, the reaction of some retailers to it? Morning, morning. Um, I think we are, if we're delighted about some aspects of it, we're the pedestrian network, so you'd you'd expect us to say that. I I suppose I am surprised by some of the the early stories that are coming out about about reactions from retailers in the area. Um, I know that we will be hearing from retailers who are in favour of the plan today and in the next few days, because I've been uh, talking to some along those stretches in Catherine Street who are in favour and who haven't had a chance to get their voices out there yet. Uh, But I know that we will be hearing from those. I was talking to one um, business owner who has been um, checking with other businesses along the, the two stretches in particular um, of Catherine Street and who has already talked to about 20, 25 uh, different business owners who are in favour of the plan. So we will, you know, we will be hearing from the other... Well, the can other I just say we it. would love yeah. to hear from them as well on the Limerick Today Show, absolutely. And, and tell me, Madeline, you know, why would those who are in favour feel that it's a good thing? I think that there um, is an understanding that this is a plan which is in one which is temporary and which is uh, there to protect safe, the safety of uh, people coming into the city um, and it, which is there to try and encourage people who might be like many of us after three months suddenly sort of blinking out into the daylight and feeling a bit worried and a bit scared about how it's all supposed to go we haven't been around each other very much in the last few months and all of a sudden you know there'd be people wandering around town this morning going is it okay to go in here I don't know and if you run for example a cafe um, I know that cafe owners and pub owners and people like that are really scared that people won't want to walk into a room full of 20 people that they don't know all of a sudden so this um, these small stretches of Catherine Street which are proposed to um be shut off to traffic from 11am each day will allow for those businesses to open themselves out onto the onto the path, onto the street, uh, use the open air space so that people could dash into a shop, a retail shop or dash into a whatever. There's lots of different kinds of businesses on Catherine Street and then maybe go and meet their friends for a coffee and sit outside um, and feel safe. And, and all of a sudden, the, the street changes. You get a bit of vitality to it, a bit of life to it. And I think that there's really, you know, a fantastic opportunity here. And do you think, Madeline, lies from the Limerick Pedestrian Network, that this may be a case of the only thing we have to fear is fear itself? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, I think we've really only heard, you know, from, from one side of it. And I can absolutely understand that traders who've experienced such a shock over the last number of months 
would be terrified for, you know, the existence of their businesses and that they may not feel like this is a time for, you know, further change. Um, some of the voices we've heard, though, I find quite quite strange to hear from, you know, one of the prominent businesses there is already on a pedestrianised street and does very well. So that one's a bit strange for me. But the 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 world has changed and, and, and the council has been instructed, if you like, from national government to, as have all local authorities across Ireland, to make um, make changes to the city and town streets of Ireland so that people can feel safe to commute, to walk in for leisure, for exercise, for mental health, and to to um, use the businesses of these town and city centres. Right. Um, stay with us. Madeline Lies from the Limerick Pedestrian Network uh, and Michael Gleeson of Gleeson Shoes on William Street. And before anyone suggests otherwise, we are more than happy to have a cross-section of voices uh, from the business community, from cycling, from pedestrian networks, members of uh, the public, retailers pro, retailers anti. But you also need to put your hand up. You need to come on the air and debate it here. I will try and facilitate it and put the other side where I can of these arguments. But it's your argument, really, not mine. We'll chat a bit more about it after this short break. Limerick today now. Now we're talking about this uh, document uh, that uh, Limerick City and County Council um, and councillors are looking at uh, about the temporary pedestrianisation of many parts of Limerick City Centre across the summer as part of the response uh, and the recovery from COVID-19 and uh, it has been controversial already. Uh, as I mentioned there, I'm also looking at parts of County Limerick so we'll be interested in hearing from you if you uh, live in some of those places uh, around the county as well. Uh, on the line, we have Madeline Lies, who's chair of the Limerick Pedestrian Network. Uh, Michael Gleeson of Gleeson's Shoes on William Street is chatting to us as well. As he says himself, he's not directly impacted uh, by this, uh, but uh, Anne O'Donnell of O'Donnell's Boutique is, and uh, she is on the line right now. Hi, Anne. Um, uh, so uh, we heard from Madeline there that um, it is her understanding that there are a number of retailers. Uh, in the vicinity who are impacted by this, who are actually in favour of it. What's your take? Initially, my take, I'm, I'm actually in favour of anything the councillor are trying to do to progress the city, first of all. And initially, my take on it was I was delighted. But because I thought if, if Catherine Street above us was pedestrianised, people would be walking up and it would cause much more hype and uh, more excitement on the street and a feeling of more livable limerick. But then on talking to my fellow traders, who a lot of them are against this, I thought about it because they feel that it's closing off the entrance to the city from the Raheine area and all that area. So that people come in, come in O'Connell Avenue and then swing up onto Hearthstone Street and down Catherine Street. And more often than not, they can get a parking space there. And I think while we know we have to get parking out of the city, but we also have to get shops into the city and more offering into the city. And I see where my tra- my fellow traders are very concerned because some of their customers would be elderly maybe, and um, they like to maybe park and nip in quickly. And also I see where we park is against because there is um, no access to the car park handy. But yes. like my feeling is generally, if, or also if you stand at my door and look down Little Catherine Street, there's always a great sense of height because there's so many coffee shops on Little Catherine Street that's pedestrianised, and it's absolutely fabulous. So we'd love it to, be, it to work further up. 
but there isn't a huge offering on those two suites that are going to be pedestrianised. So I wonder then for the amount of car spaces you lose when the traders and the retailers seem so vulnerable at the moment, I wonder is it going to be offset by some, like, is the offset going to be great? Yeah. It appears that part of the argument that's being made uh, in favour of this, Anne, is uh, that we have to reimagine uh, the physical space required by businesses, that we have to move out uh, to some extent into the street. And that will mean queuing on the streets. It will mean extending restaurant space onto the streets. And that to some extent, necessity is the mother of invention here. 100% 100% I agree, and I think that John Moran's idea with, uh, with the, on his SME recovery plan is absolutely brilliant, where he says we should follow Paris and get the, the, get the businesses out onto the actual street space and leave the, pedest- leave the footpaths for pedestrianisation. I think that's absolutely fantastic. But I just am concerned about the amount of offering that's on those two blocks up from me. How will it cause the height? Because there isn't an awful lot... There is on the next block. There's no restaurant. On the following, the Slannery's pub certainly, and it's a great pub. On the following block, there's the canteen restaurant, and it should be it would be great for um, the canteen, and they would do very well out of it. But you would need something else. You'd need a bigger offering than that. Yeah. So I'm just not sure that one balances out the other. And, lots of cards, uh, no offerings, doesn't balance itself out. Plus the fact that everybody is forgetting we're encouraging people to click and collect and shop online. And no click and collect spaces have been mentioned. No click and collect spaces, yeah. Um, and, and Madeline Lies, you know, of course, we're t- focusing on one particular part of this, but, you know, it is quite a radical approach that the council are proposing here. And, and there is pedestrianisation proposed on a temporary basis, certainly, but, but well beyond Catherine Street now. Yeah, I suppose I disagree with you that I think it's radical. Um, I think even in comparison to some other... Irish cities, um, what we're seeing in Limerick is not is not dramatic particularly. Um, to put it in a little bit of context, I suppose, the two chunks of Catherine Street, just to stick with Catherine Street for a couple of minutes, the two chunks of Catherine Street that we're talking about is a stretch of about 200 metres. Um, we lose, well, it's not about full pedestrianisation either, so it's from 11am every morning. So if you have a customer, for example, who really needs to drive to your front door. They can still do that every day until 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, We would lose about 42 car spaces on those two chunks of street. Um, Within about 400 metres of Catherine Street, there are 2,486 car parking spaces in Limerick. Um, And that's off off street only, not including those. The cross streets are still open. Um, You can still drive down Rocha Street, down Cecil Street, down Glentworth Street. The access to the city centre car park on Anne Street is unaffected. You can still drive up um, from William Street onto Thomas Street. You can still drive down Rocha Street and around that little section of um, Catherine Street that Anne's lovely shop is on in order to turn around into the Anne Street car park there. So, I mean, these... I. Like the for me, these are these are actually not particularly right. dramatic um, Madeline, changes I, at all. I just hang on one moment. I just need to take a short break, and we'll come back to you. Okay. Call Limerick today now on forty six nineteen ninety five. COVID nineteen is a highly infectious disease in our community. 
Now, we're chatting this morning to Madeleine Lies, chairperson of the Limerick Pedestrian Network. Uh, Michael Gleeson of Gleeson Shoes on William Street is on the line, as is Anne O'Donnell of O'Donnell's Boutique on Catherine Street. And this is about the reopening Limerick plan um, uh, as a, a response to the COVID-19 crisis. Um, uh, Michael, you know, the thing here is, and sometimes the argument is made that uh, from every crisis comes an opportunity. The suggestion is try this for the summer, the very unusual summer that uh, lies ahead um, and see if it works. Maybe it will actually work for traders in a way they don't expect. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's all a chance, of course. And, um, uh, you know, about all the people sitting out was great, provided the weather is good. And, I mean, that means that uh, the sitting out is probably only for three months of the year. Uh, this but to be fair, this is the three months that they're proposing trying it, aren't they? June, July and August. <laughs> well, who knows about the weather in June, July and August? I know from experience of trying to sell sandals in July and August at times can be very, very difficult. But, uh, yeah, but didn't we have the driest and sunniest May on record in some parts of the country and it wasn't bad in Limerick? And we were all closed when the sunshine was out. That, I, I take that point on board, but I mean, that really wasn't the sunshine's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I know, no. We all love sunshine. And of course, the whole idea of joining out on the streets is great. Uh, yes, I welcome a try out of it. Of course I do. We can't be negative as retailers about everything. So, I, of course, I'd love to see a try out. I do, though, like to make the point about the city centre car park. That's very important to William Street as well as the other streets. And I can't see the access to it being, being improved with this arrangement. Uh, I mean, that holds an amount of cars and they, they, they float around the town. So I'd be very worried about the city centre car park. Is that, that would be in particular. And we're also, I know, going to lose car parking spaces. That's never, never nice for any retailer in the city. Uh, I know we're trying to get rid of cars coming into the city, but that's a long-term thing. Uh, I'm all my life trying to get more people into Limerick City. So I Anything that makes it more difficult to come into town, I'm not excited about it. Okay. And is there any argument for giving this a go across the three months and reviewing it at the end of August to see if it's worked? No, to be honest, I'm very much for change and I wouldn't mind giving it a go. But I think that what we have to be very mindful about is that this was decided by the Department of Transport and without consulting the retailers. So I think if they do go ahead and give it a go, it's when they... In September, they do need to consult with the retailers and see what the retailers' feeling has been on it. All right, and listen, thank you very much for talking to us. Anne O'Donnell of O'Donnell's Boutique on Catherine Street, one of the streets uh, affected directly. Michael Deason of Deason's uh, Shoes on William Street. Uh, and thank you as well to Madeleine Lies, who's chair of the Limerick Pedestrian Network. We'd love to hear more voices on this. Uh, get in touch with us at WhatsApp 086-123-9595 and we'll see where it ends up. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.